Bart. Count me down. Bart, will you turn off the click track? Homer, let him have his click track. No, well, don't ever, don't ever cow, man. I, I, I got a click. I got a click and I like it. To read up on my clink tracks, my daddy said. Elise, Lisa, you're such a boner. I'm a boner. Bart, Bart, bring your boner in here. Oh, Dad, Dad, I don't know what to do. It won't go down, and this is not cowabunga. Homer, uh, are you Bart? Smithers, read me the beginning of the movie Stratton. Uh, okay, pleasure. sir. Uh, pleasure, sir. <laughs> during World War II, the British Navy created an elite secret squadron to carry out its most dangerous and classified missions. Known as the Special Boat Service, the unit proved so effective it was often assigned to work beside secret intelligence, MI6. Marge, would you tell me what the movie was about? <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> do this. We, you don't want to do this for the whole episode. Oh no. man! Welcome back to Truly Rotten Potatoes. What a pleasure! What a guest! And what a way it is to be here. I'm Morgan. With me today is Mitch Gosling. Yeah, hey, hey. And Declan James Shrub. Hey. His ho. middle name is Oliver. Yes. Hayden is absent. He's mowing the lawn or doing something. Normally, I'd say don't say my middle and last names, but I'm a customer of both Optus and Medibank Private, so the whole world's got more than just my name at this point. What do they have? They got my date of birth, they got my gender, phone number, address, email, maybe some banking details. Who knows? It's all on the dark web now. Medibank refused to pay the ransom. And yeah, the hackers just sold that shit. So. Well, celebrate good times. Come on. I don't know if you heard that, but there's a bottle of Prosecco being popped to celebrate the fact that Optus has leaked our information. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Optus. Let's talk about Stratton. Stratton. 2017 is what it says on IMDb. 2018 is what it said on Wikipedia. Let's just call it 2016. Call it like this. <laughs> this was an action movie. This was... In the similar vein to Precious Cargo. Yeah, it pretty was, much. It was a same, British same action thing. movie. It's one of those ones where there's like guys that work for a spy kind of secret organization and they go around trying to track down a bioweapon that a Russian guy is releasing. And they shoot people and they chase people and they get shot at and sometimes they die and sometimes they blow up a, a, a bus. And sometimes mm-hmm. they flip a car. But not enough. Not, not, enough. Not, not enough on boats for being the special boating service mm, or whatever. Yeah, the SBS really needed to up their game. When, when I, I see hear S- SBS, you know, I think foreign language films. I think nudity on a Friday night. I I'm think soccer. Run, Lola, run. I think experimentation of, of sexuality in a bathroom cubicle with yellow subtitles. Mm, yes. And this film had none of that. I think no. of uh, special news reporter Lily Chin with her <laughs> yeah. spiky purple fro. Yes, and just like a funny way of talking about international news. And when I hear Stratton. And when I hear. And when I hear Stratton <laughs> no. and I hear <laughs> SBS together, yeah. what do I think of? I'm thinking about my boy Davey. David, oh, David Stratton, the the husband of Margaret Pomeranz. Oh yeah, David and David. And when Margaret I think of people reviewing movies, I think of Truly Rotten Potatoes. So yeah, when are we getting David on the? We podcast? are the new at the movies, and we only watch the zero percenters. So please David- welcome David Stratton to the show, everybody. And, and it's great to be here, David. Um, what did you think of the castle, the original castle? The Australian film by Working Dog. Yeah, you know, I, I I just thought that this 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 film th- that style of humor went, went out with uh, uh, Dad Dad and Jack in the in sixty years ago. Sixty years ago. This is Man. an obscure reference, but he's quoting David Stratton's real review of the castle on at the movies, and he didn't like it. He didn't like it. It's an okay movie. It's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's a good movie in terms of Australian movies other than me and my mates versus the zombie apocalypse. Get it now on Vivo. Get it now the on Vivo. Vivo music video. <laughs> yeah. Get the full it's length music video. video. I, I don't think there's been a good movie, Australian movie, since me and my mates, nor before. <laughs> I think that's the one. That yeah. We, that we the stand dish, by. get it out of here. The dish isn't very good, is it? I mean... 
You used to love your Mick Molloy movies. Bad yeah, Eggs. Bad Eggs. Cracker Jack. I, I, don't know if I liked them. Boy I mean, Town. I, I watched them just to be like, ah, Australia. He, yeah, this is Australia. Yeah, yeah. Was he in the Wannabes? Remember the Wannabes? No, no. that's not Molloy. That, that, What's no. that? that? That was that's, Nick that's Giannopoulos. Nick Giannopoulos. Had yeah. a few of those like. They make like a Wiggles. They, they have like a Wiggles oh, type thing. Okay. Yeah. But they're like, they have to get them back together and some of them. What about Takeaway? Takeaway with Takeaway. Takeaway. Oh, yeah. awesome. That was another bad one. And who uh, was the guy? Who's the other guy? Who's the white guy? In Steve that? Curry. Steve Curry. Mm. Love some Steve Curry. He shows up in the new Thor. Yeah. For a moment. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's in the. He's oh, in the good start. on him. Yeah. Well, I've changed my mind. Then I love the castle. Uh, I liked uh, not bad eggs, but the not one, Cracker Jack. Not Cracker Jack. Boytown. You're a Boytown. Boytown. I like. Boytown the, I like the music from Boytown. Yeah, and famously, after you watched Boytown, like within the last 12 months, Mm. you enjoyed it so much, you emailed the guy who wrote the music to Boytown. And how did that go? I don't know. Did he respond? I think you said, do you want to be on this podcast? Yeah, (laughs) I think I did. I think he did respond at first. Um, I I haven't seen this. This is just relaying what you told me. And then you were like, oh, thanks for the response. Hey, I do this horrible movie podcast. Do you want to come on? And then you just got like a... Um, sender not found mailer demon <laughs> error. Oh, here he is, Gareth. Yeah, I'll read through the... Hi, Gareth. My name is Morgan. I'm a hobbyist musician. I have a tendency to occasionally put on 20-plus-year-old Aussie movie I've never seen for nostalgia's sake, which makes no sense. But I did this yesterday with the movie Boytown, which was okay across the board. <laughs> oh <my laughs> the songs really got me, though. They invite multiple listens. Largely the melodies, chords and harmonies and the way they relied on each other was what hooked me. God, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Have <laughs> they you seemed... tested yourself for autism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, definitely in written form, I'm autistic. They seem simple on the face, but remind me of some of my favorite The Beach Boys tracks in their complexity. See, I don't know, because I don't know if I take myself seriously when I'm writing this stuff mm. or like... You're just doing it. I'm, just doing, it, it. I'm doing it with a, with a good dose it. of humor, but it is yeah. a good question. Am I autistic? <laughs> Call in now. We'll definitely be checking out more of your stuff. Thanks for the inspiration. Best, Morgan. And then reply. What was the reply? G'day, Morgan. Thanks for your kind note. I don't receive that kind of feedback that often. If you're interested in checking out more stuff, either my Bandcamp page or my website would be the way to go. Thanks again and kind regards, Gareth Skinner. Did you say at the end of yours, like, hey, where can I find more of your music? Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be checking out more of your stuff. Thanks okay, for the inspiration. Cool. And then I did go and check yeah. it out. Yeah. So you basically said uh, your songs were good. They reminded me of the Beach Boys. And he said, I don't get feedback like that very often. Yeah. He was like, you're wrong. Account. Yeah. I don't like the Beach Boys. <laughs> There's no melody in my music. Um, the way you said I enjoyed like the chords, <laughs> melodies and harmonies or whatever. It just, it seems like a bot or something is yeah. writing it like yeah. an AI. I enjoy the way that they interacted with one another. Now, was there a part to that conversation where you then suggested he join Australia's Toughest Podcast? Yeah, so obviously that's me seducing him. And then the second email is, you know, a little bit longer. Cheers, mate. I'll head over to Bandcamp when I have some time later this hour. No, other. don't do that. Just just either have done it or, or don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't I know. have to be like, I, I, I'll book, I in, I'll book in this yeah. afternoon. I yeah. just, yeah, I got to travel over there. It takes a while. <laughs> got to borrow my brother's car. <laughs> This was not my original reason for emailing you. Oh, I just no. wanted to let you know oh. the music in Boytown really surprised me in the best way possible. But as we're corresponding, yeah, this guy's I'm just a snake. Oh, this is I'm, bad. Just, I'm like and a, you even said I'm like a salesman. This wasn't the real Oh no, this now is not yeah, the this real. This next part okay. is not the real. I thought reason. it was no, you no, being no, no, like no, the no. original email no, was no, no, no. Was a veiled way of getting you to no, agree to this. No, this is me double veiling and being like, oh, by the way, I wasn't going to ask got you, you on this. the line. Yeah. As you've responded and I know that you're a real person. Myself and three others host a podcast. It's a movie review comedy podcast where we dissect movies that have a 0% rating on the Rotten Tomatoes website. Everyone, everyone, I guess, every so often we break from the theme and have a guest. We encourage them to pick any film, good or bad, and we all watch it and then talk about it. To date, we have had guests such as Auntie Donna, The Living End, Seth Century, and more. Would you be interested in guesting to discuss Boytown? <laughs> If not, all good. It just occurred to me now as I sip on my third coffee. Oh my God. Why did, Why was that detail in there? I, you know, I'm trying to build rapport here. I, and then the response is, Hey Morgan, I love coffee too. I really? lo- no, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh God. I, he didn't respond and then I said, yeah. Our podcast is called Truly Rotten Potatoes in case you wanted to sample it. Um, That's funny. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry for making you relive that. I can tell that that would hurt. But I love the part at the end where you just say, just sipping on my third coffee. Because yeah. it's like, number one, I'm a little bit fancy. Number yeah. two, I'm writing this to you in like a caffeine-induced yeah, adrenaline I be doing haze. This. <laughs> if I hadn't had one too many coffees, this is only, I probably wouldn't have This crazy idea wouldn't <laughs> yeah. happen. Oh, yeah, nah, he's cool that. though Gareth Skinner and me go way back <laughs> yeah the relationship goes deep after he stops replying <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know Dave Stratton did not like the castle no, no he didn't no that's, and that's where we what, started and that's what this film was about because after that he joined the SBS and mm. as everybody knows the special boat service yeah. does elite missions and that David is Stratton. that is weird that the movie's called Stratton and is about people in a group called the SBS yeah when Mitch kept we- thinking it was a David Stratton biopic Halfway really through, mean. he's like, Which when there is one. When's he going to show up? What do you mean? There's a documentary. What are you talking oh, okay. about? There's a documentary. Oh, a bi- a documentary isn't a biopic. Yeah. That's... I, I'm imagining a biopic while I'm watching the documentary, though. Okay, you're just imagining a different actor yeah. do the same scenes. Okay, that's cool. Like a Richard Roxbury in, like, old man makeup. So, this movie, Stratton, starred Dominic Cooper. Is yeah. Is his name? He's- from, the, from the film Warcraft. Oh yeah, but Duncan Warcraft. Jones, and he was in um, Preacher, the, Preacher, the, the, the AMC that, that comic book series, executive yeah. produced by Seth Rogen. That show, mm. and not great. It was directed by a guy he's called good. Simon West. Mm. Oh, he's he's also Tony Stark's dad in like Captain America. I thought Roger Tony Sterling Stark's was dad. Tony Stark. Oh, Dominic know. Cooper plays the young but Tony Stark's oh. dad. In, like, yeah, okay. Hank Stark or whatever. Yeah, the one who got killed Hank. by Bucky Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as but you find like out, he later spoilers. Um, I, yeah, because he turns into Madman Man. Yeah, Roger Mad from Mad Men. Hey, what about this? Slattery, John Slattery. John, John Slattery. Slattery. Yeah. Somebody said to me last night, it's not a spoiler if it's a bad movie. <laughs> uh, well, that's the ethos of this podcast, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can't spoil something if oh, it's already bad. Oh, you can't bad. spoil this. Yeah. I feel like that's a that, that's a spoiler I to a pretty good movie. I kind of buy that because it's like you shouldn't there even watch the movie. Spoil. Yeah, there's no interest. There's no mm. twist here. I'm just telling you that you shouldn't see this movie and this is what happens in it. I can kind of see it. That was Dave Stratton that said that to me last <laughs> that, yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Was... David Stratton. <laughs> yeah. So on At The Movies, he would do big twist endings and spoil it if he thought the movie was bad. Well, the only reason that he stopped At The Movies is because they wouldn't let him um, review movies while drinking copious amounts of sherry. Mm. And that was that was his sort of deal because they his, were like his teeth were going red, and that well they would try to give him like a cup with like whiskey, and he's like no, mm. a smaller glass. That's right, a goblet of. He sorts. would cross his arms and shake his head and like purse his lips, but he wouldn't say anything. And he would like, always he, he would like people would say I love at the movies, and he'd go that's not the full title, that's the mm. shortened title. The real ones at the movies and on the piss because mm. <laughs> he was always drunk. Yeah, on the piss with David Stratton. They showed me a film called The Castle. Bloody bullshit. bullshit. Not a royal family in sight. Um, So this Stratton movie that we watched was just one of the ones that fits into the category of not entertaining, not crazy, not really bad. Production values were fine. Yeah, production values were fine. Directed by Simon West, who did Lara Croft, Tomb Raider and Con Air. Mm -hmm. Good, good, like watchable movies, fun movies. And this was just like just below watchable for me. It was like just kind of boring the whole time. And you've seen a million movies like this. Mm. We've seen a few on this list before. Um, So there's not that much to say about it. And I don't really want to get deep into the plot. Yeah, because it's kind of like the border identity, except you're asleep. Yeah, and he's not. He doesn't have an amnesia. He just knows that he's a secret agent guy, and one of his friends dies in a mission at the start. Who, yeah, the the guy from the CW Superman show, uh, Superman and Lois, or something. Just like handsome guy, and you're like, he's gonna die, and then he does, and then yeah. It's interesting because it's basically like it's called Stratton, just like a, a movie would be called Bond, mm. and it's it's just like a bad James Bond. But it doesn't have any of the cool gadgets. Yeah, he goes any into of the MI6. 
the MI6 lady is doing a British accent and I very cleverly pointed out, well, oh, that's got to be a Denmark accent, <laughs> I said. I you said, said she sounds d- Swedish, but she's doing an English accent. Little parts of her Scandinavian accent would pop through and yeah. then we looked her up. She's she's from Denmark and she's in the Wonder Woman movies. What's her character's name? I don't know. She's one of the Amazon. Hippolyta you know, no, Hippo- Hippo- or, so, or something like that. You know why I thought she was Swedish? Because whenever you could, somebody would enter the room, you could She'd hear say, her. Bork, bork, she bork. would be yodeling, and then she'd quickly. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you there, and she would just very quickly get off the mountain that yeah. is in her office. And something and was going yodeling. on with her face, the, mm. like her skin. You could see the real red of her neck, and then her face was like patchy. And I think it's the the. It would have just been. They've wanted to get her makeup in a very specific way that didn't match up with how they saturated the movie yeah so maybe that's she it. she comes off looking real splotchy and strange and then you've got like Gemma chan who's just like always looking immaculate yeah like perfection on screen and she she's i, I i'm feeling bad for this actress because everything she's from eternals uh uh uh, uh, uh uh, Xanax of a movie Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Eternals That's that's pretty much it But I mean that would be That sounds like fun That does Just, sound like fun yeah. yeah I'm having fun with that Let's talk about I'm that I'm having fun already <laughs> I'm actually feeling pretty good now <laughs> Whoa Wow that's, Whoa, that's, 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 that's all we need That one just yeah. hit well, yeah, she she just seems to be in like sleepy movies. Yeah, she plays a a dial tone of a character in this as well, which mm. is just like straight faced analyst character who's mm. looking at computers and being like, "Okay, they're entering the room now. You guys got to get out of there." Uh, all right, I'll order you the helicopter. I just need to get authorization first. That's no, a line that's, she there's says. There's no time. Yeah. yeah, and then people are always walking up behind her, being like, "What's going on? Can I have a peek at the screen?" And she's like, "Stop breathing down me bloody neck, would you?" <laughs> so that sounds like fun when yeah. you say it. But it, now speaking, when I watched it, I was speaking like, of people walking fun. up behind her and looking at her screen, one of them is Tom. the very famous Tom Felton. Draco, Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy from Felton. the Harry Potter series, mm. but he's old, He's our age now. Yeah, his yeah. hairline's receding a bit. Now he's his, hairy. His childhood good looks have turned he into finally just caught up to our age. Yeah, he used to, <laughs> used to be little. For when, so long he was little. When we were in our twenties, he was little. <laughs> now he's caught up to us. I used to ask that every morning when um, I'd be hanging out with Sean and Catherine Finocchiaro before school. It was sort of like, you know... Names uh, changed uh, to keep them safe. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, no, they were Optus customers. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) They would come over to our house one week before school and we'd play Connect Four and silly games in the backyard. And then the next week we go over there to give my mum a break. You know, shared custody kind of thing. Give her a Kit Kat. Babysitting stuff. But we would always play Connect Four and one of the Finocchiaros would always go... Connect Four. Whenever they would get Connect Four, because they said it was in the rules, and and anytime we would do it, we you have to say it. it. Well, we were just like we're not. I'm not going to say it because it's yeah. lame. And they're like, well, you didn't win then. If you don't say Connect Four, you didn't win. Yeah. We're like, okay, fine. Connect. It's similar to chess, where you have to go. Chicka chicka checkmate. Exactly. Just like in the ads. If you don't, that's what they would say. It's like in the ads. You have to do it like in the ads. If you don't say it, the game's still playing. Yeah. So we would be like Connect Four, and they're like, oh no, do it properly. Connect four. No, you have to do it like this. Connect four. So they would make us do that. But then we got into a bit of an argument with them and it's in the rules. You read the rules and it says you must say connect four. They pulled out the rule book and they actually... Yeah, at the end of the game you say connect four, Um, which if you're mute... Sort of. This is you know an anti. This is a very yeah. ableist game. You can't sign language it. Yeah, but then I'm, afterwards we would we would walk. Often the way that it was decided who would go first in the games that we would play outside of Connect Four was based on age, and I'm obviously the youngest in age out of out of the four of us. Obviously, obviously. it goes Hayden, Catherine Finocchiaro, Sean Finocchiaro, Morgan <laughs> Finocchiaro, and I would always ask like, when am I going to be older? When when do oh, I when am wow. I going to catch up yeah, to yeah, Sean? Yeah, yeah. And they would always tell me, like, next week, next week, you're going to be older. Oh, than was this a gag or did you not know? No, no, I was retarded. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was, like, five years old and thought, like, eventually I'm going to catch up to this guy and the status is going to flip. So, you are more than just email autistic. <clears throat> yeah, no. When I was the whole spectrum. When I was a kid, I was age retarded. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm just email autistic. <laughs> 
I did have a fight with someone once because I said Uno at the end of a game of Uno, and they were like, "It's Uno," and so you didn't say it. Sorry, you're out. You don't no. have any cards. No, no. Mitch goes, "You uh, know," and they go, "It's actually Uno," and then it's just fist up flying. Mitch, <laughs> Mitch has already punched him in the face. Of my bitch. Yeah. Oh, you want to do some fist stuff, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, do some fist stuff. Is that a thing in sex, like in hand stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's like butt well, stuff, fist fi- stuff. Fist, fist stuff. Yeah. She only you wants never want to do fist do, stuff. You never want to mix butt stuff and yeah. fist stuff. I went out with this date. I went out on a date last night. She only wants to do fist stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of fist bumping type stuff. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean, yeah. I feel like the fisting community is pretty, pretty substantial. Mm. Fist bumping uglies, they call it. Yeah. Well, I mean... When I heard fisting, I was like, that's that's not the size of an asshole or vagina. He's yeah. looking, at looking at his fist at here fist and he's right comparing now. it. No, he, um, but apparently it's more like a, like, I guess they don't want to call it like... Oh, the Pringle you, hand. You, you put all your... Yeah, the yeah, Pringle hand Pringle where you're hand, putting your hand yeah. down the, 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 the Pringles. Yeah. But at mm. least you get to widen the Pringle can with your fingers. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it'd be like a soft, squishy Pringle can. Which have been getting smaller and smaller, those things. Which yeah. we will be recording after the podcast, just so you know. Now that we've figured it out what it, what it is, um, that's what the Truly Rotten Potatoes podcast will, will be turning into. About, um, about potato chips. And We're if trying you, out different If you things. can feel any uncomfortability uncom- in Mitch's voice, I feel like he's got sunscreen, <laughs> he's got in, sunscreen his in his eyes. I do have sunscreen in my he's eyes. He's wiping sunscreen out of his eyes. I'm just going <laughs> to carry on, fellas. I'm just going to wash out my eyes. We're doing this podcast outside in the nude at mm. Civic Pool. Come on down. Get yourself a snag. Play. <laughs> A game of volleyball with us. Jump off the ten meter. You, know you guys how sometimes ever do that? If you're a kid and you'd swear, you'd use a curse word. Your mum would wash your mouth out with soap. Yeah. Well, Mitch's mum would wash his eyes out with sunscreen. <laughs> if he if he ever watched somebody swear, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if he saw it. Yeah. Did your mums ever do that? My mum did that to me probably two yeah, or three times. I took a bite or two of the of the old soap. Yeah. But I like wanted it. I'd like pushed it so far <laughs> and it was, you know, it was being threatened as a punishment. Yeah. And I was like, Fine, here we go. I'm wide open, mama. <laughs> <laughs> wide open, mama. And then as I and then she would like I think the, I think you meant to rub it on the tongue, right? And I would take a bite and I'd be like, more, yeah. it's delicious. But it was so gross. It was yeah. fucked. Yeah, yeah I, I, would, mean, I would swallow it and then pretend yeah. to pass out and go all lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would have a mouthful of like frothy juices that I'd created, <laughs> and as soon as I swallowed it, I'd roll my eyes back into my head and start frothing <laughs> and shaking, saying "the devil, the devil." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my mum would have just like walked in and just seen me like eating a bit of soap and gone, "It's not good," and just gone, "Yeah, yeah, yeah that's him." It's not good. It's it's much worse for you, parents out there. It's much worse to put soap in a child's mouth than for them to let an expletive fly out of their mouth. Just yeah. like as a health a health. Just warning. remember, they'll always re- thank you. In their minds, they'll think about it next time they go to say fuck um, or, you know, cunt or something like fuck that. Fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> fuck, marry, they'll kill. They'll be playing cunt. that and they'll go, oh, I can't, my mum, um, she oh. had the soap. She, had, she taught me a lesson. Yeah. yeah. No, she used to put me in the shower as well, make me have a cold shower. Mm. I was like, this As rocks. a punishment. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, this is fine because it actually, um, it's good for your dopamine receptors. So, afterwards, you feel you feel good about whatever crime yeah. you commit. You're like, wow. Yeah. But then she the also would laugh at you. She would laugh at your little shrunken winky. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's you'd be like, fun. I was in the pool. <laughs> yeah. You've got no pubes, son. <laughs> yeah, What's going on? I'm 11 years old, mum. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's a real Aussie mum thing to do. Didn't they all just like shame us for uh, lack shave of us, pubes? Yeah. <laughs> shave us, yeah. Just shave us. Shame and us. Like, Where are your pubes now? In me sandwich bag. The previous day, but then it was gone. Just like, no, you don't get these yeah. until you've done all of your homework. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get these reattached until you do your times tables. Yeah. Get that glue that they use. I'm not getting the sewing machine out until you do oh. your seven times tables. Sewing machine. And what about like old grandmums with us? They'd have a good biscuit tin of like all sorts or whatever. And they'd open, and you'd go to your grandma's house and you'd think there's all sorts of pubes in that biscuit tin, but it would just be sewing materials for the pubes. Yeah. <laughs> for sewing them back in. Now, if, if you're noticing at home that we're not really talking about Stratton, it's because it wasn't. Have you noticed? There's nothing really if to talk about. you've been tipped off, if you've figured <laughs> out the mystery. A few little hints along We the haven't way. been talking about Stratton. It's Let- because there's not much to say. We, we explained what happened. sucked balls. He chases, <laughs> he chases people. Can we whip around highlights? Any good moments? Any, anything? Yeah, let's I do a quick whip around. There was let's a scene at the money. end where they were doing a double-decker bus chase. Yeah. And for some reason, they had to get out 
of the bus. Mm-hmm. So they threw a grenade under the bus. The bus flipped and Gemma Chan jumped in front of a green screen sky and landed safely on the ground. She just ducks and rolls out of like a falling bus. And the best part was, this is how you know it was not like a Jean-Claude Van Damme action movie from the mm. 90s that was directed DVD. It was a 2017 action movie is that the payload for whatever this bioweapon, I don't know if it was a nuke, mm. they had a name called Secret Santa or something. It was Secret Snow, no, snow leopard. Snow, there were two. Snow. Yeah. Satan's. And and the way that they were going to distribute this bioweapon to the world was via large drone. Just a large, just a big drone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was cool because the last scene of the movie was the bad Russian guy <laughs> wrestling with a drone as he was trying to hand program its coordinates in and then Stratton himself who was knocked unconscious and being pulled away from a dangerous scene he just came to he came just enough to see that he should stop this guy and he just kind of underarm threw a grenade onto the guy's shoulder in the bus yeah he was holding it for a long time but he's still holding it close yeah passed out with enough hand dexterity to hold that grenade ready and then he threw it and it landed like on the guy's yeah. shoulder and blew him up. Yeah, he blew up. He disintegrated in a second. And then two seconds later, like four other SES guys or SAS guys had to come in with rocket launchers and blow the guy up, blow the drone up and also blow the bus up. Yeah, thank God for the SAS because the SBS, there's a bunch of BS if you <laughs> yeah, ask that's, me. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. it and feels like SAS. they're the B team as well. Yeah. Also, the B stands for boat and there was very little boating action in this You'd movie. There was more boat boating service. in Precious Cargo. There was a bigger boat fight scene, remember? Yeah, yeah there was. Yeah, the most of that was felt like it was all on boats. Yeah. I think the most boat uh, we had was his mentor, so mm. Stratton's mentor, who we find out? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Halfway through the film, uh, so look, let's, there's no reason to actually tell you guys this, but Stratton had a partner. They went down some pipes in scuba gear. This is the opening scene. Opening action sequence. Gemma Chan is, uh, by the way, monitoring them, but she's looking very bored at a laptop, and Tom Felton's in the background, and he's mad because his veggie sandwich is made on it. Yeah, because they were the third tech guy got them all different sandwiches. A veggie sandwich looks like it has meat on it. One of the two guys, Stratton's best friend, dies and then he gets replaced by an American guy who's been in the Navy. He's done like two tours of Afghanistan. They did a really interesting thing here though because Stratton in the first scene, he was the kind of gung-ho, like maybe push the boundaries yeah, of yeah. protocol. And when his, friend, when his friend dies, he's upset. Then he gets a new replacement and this new replacement becomes him. Mm. The new replacement's American. He's English as well. But, yeah. but that new guy is the one who's always like, we should just run out there right now and stop this. And they're like, no, no, we have to wait till things are safe. And then he just runs out, starts shooting and gets them in shootouts. He reverses the role. And it becomes obvious, like, why, why has this happened? Why did that guy have to die? Why did he have to be replaced? It's so that this guy could get an introduction into this character for <laughs> our benefit via his old man mentor who lives on a boat. Um, just lives on a shitty little boat and tells this story that none of us were really paying attention to about how Stratton's parents died from boat terrorists, yeah, I want to say. Was, yeah. that, that and ever was since, I yeah. was their family friend. Uh, he's I basically taught him everything he knows. You, um, we don't even have to tell you that. You can assume that that's why someone would join the special boat service. Yeah. It's very paint by numbers. And that um, old man, he reminds me of the old meister in... Game of Thrones, the one who's like kind of dottery and old, but in one scene you find out that he actually has good posture. Yeah, he's just been kind of playing it. And there's a scene where Lannister, old man Lannister's like, does anyone else buy this? And he's like, ugh. Yes, they do. I'm going to keep the facade going. He's like, okay, but just so you know, I know that you're not that old and withering and dottery. Yeah, he he has got that sort of sallow skin falling off his face. It's like blotchy and red and... um, So this show's called Game of Thrones? There's this television show, Mitch. Mm. It's It's the sequel to House of Dragon, your favorite show. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I I don't like that show. Yeah. It's yeah. actually called House of No Dragons Are Left. Oh, okay. I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah, Game I of Thrones is about this family of yellow people. Okay. Picture this. <laughs> A title. Game of Thrones. Okay. No. In first of all, sky. clouds. And the Game of Thrones. And an angelic. 
And then we float through the city of this animated city called Dawn. Grandmaster Picel is doing lines on the blackboard. Of cocaine. Yeah, when I say lines, I mean he's snorting lines of cocaine. putting cocaine on a blackboard. On the blackboard. He's got a chalk piece that's actually cocaine. So every time he draws something, he's writing out a line of cocaine. So yeah, like this intro really spells out what you're going to expect. And he makes a different gag every week on that blackboard. And then the, the church bells ring and he's like, whoa. Shit, better get on my skateboard. Yeah. Gets out on the skateboard. Then we hear like a honk honk. His dad works in a, a Game of Thrones esque Renaissance nuclear factory. Game of Thrones. What's that? Okay. Now we're getting circular. Okay. So <laughs> now we're eating our own tail like an Ouroboros. Or an Aurora Borealis. An Aurora Borealis at this time of year. That's yeah. a famous quote. That's when the Game Northern Lights eats itself. It's an Aurora Borealis Ouroboros. Alice. That's yeah, that reminds me of when I was at the zoo and I was looking at all the Ouroboros and they kicked the me out. He's trying was, to be fancy. I, I know feeding he's feeding all the okay. snake tails into their mouth. Yeah, you know how they oh, say yeah. don't feed the animals at the zoo? You're yeah. also not allowed to feed them themselves because it creates an Ouroboros. Uh, I was just trying to do a magic trick. I just thought that'll disappear. Yeah. What's the deal with the zoo? Who wants, to go, who wants to go to the zoo? I well, it's All about right. wildlife That's captivity. Why are we And here? then putting why? them in cages and selling tickets so everyone can come and see them. Yeah, Which but why are we doing the like podcast at the zoo? Why are we at oh, the zoo right dude, now? Yeah. We should. We should. Why are we doing Can that? I say, anyone who wants to come down to Canberra Zoo, a.k.a. the National Zoo and Aquarium, by the way, you will see a picture of me. In the foyer. You will. There. That's you true. Will. I have been used in advertising materials for the zoo for Declan's the last a, Declan's six a bloody years. monkey. Declan's a bloody chimpanzee. <laughs> no, that's not it. He's a gibbon. Because he's a giraffe. They just liked the way I looked when I fed the lions for an ad. Yeah, you can. there's like a room where you can sleep in there with the lions. Yeah, the Jamala Lodge. Yeah, you do, you can get hurt. Yeah. So the, there's the a be- window. There's a bestiality room? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> There, well, there's, like, there's a window there's a, between you. There's but not much to come to Canberra for. <laughs> you get fuck a lot. Yeah. Fireworks, fireworks porn, porn, and bestiality. bestiality greyhounds. Yeah. Um, greyhound bestiality. You can you can get those rooms. A lot of people do for their honeymoon. They're really expensive. There's Jamala yeah, Lodge. Mm. And you can just like have the window open and there's literally lines outside the window. Now, what's that all about? Honeymoon. I mean, no, go on. What were you saying? I was, just, I was, <laughs> I was just going to say that you can pay like $1,000 a night to have lions watch you have sex for once. <laughs> yeah, sick. And for once. Yeah, instead of the other way around. <laughs> Can I? Can I? Can I go to the zoo? Talk, no, I was going to talk about Stratton. But I don't can know. Go back can you go to the can bathroom? I, can I go to the zoo? <laughs> May the I? Bathroom? May I? Remember when teachers would hit you with that? Can mm. I go to the bathroom? Uh, I don't know. Uh, can you? I'm asking your permission. Yeah. I I don't think I can walk out. May you go to the bathroom? <laughs> Fuck you. This, miss. Is, this is maths. This, this, <laughs> this isn't is English. Maths. Yeah, I don't. This have isn't to grammar. Use. I feel I feel bad when I think back to when someone would get me. It's like I don't know. Can you go to the bathroom? And I'd just be sitting there going, uh, 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 um, "I needed to go to the toilet." And yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I meant the toilet, not the bathroom. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but then, if no- you were to ask your PE teacher the same thing, if you were to go like, "May I go to the bathroom?" Your PE teacher would be, "Hey, kids, get a load of this little piece of shit." <laughs> asking, "May I go?" <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. go. Just go. Can you? Yes. But may, may, what is this, English class? Yes, my lord, you may enter the bathroom, uh, yeah. yes. Peg balls at this kid now. We're playing dodgeball, but everyone just hit this kid. Yeah. I was going to, I was just going to say, there's a scene where Draco Malfoy, t- Tom Felton, so he, he backstabs the crew. He's part mm-hmm. of the SBS and he, I don't know, they, they blackmail him or something. He becomes I, a Russian mole. I was in a fugue point. state at this point of the film. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't paying attention too much. Um, but I don't know. When he killed himself, I, and by the way, just to put it out there, suicide is a very serious topic. Yeah. And, and uh, at a very Seriously funny. But I whoop, whoop, bust whoop, whoop, out whoop. laughing. I don't know what it is in a yeah, movie. it was a fake laugh. Suicide can really make, mm. can really tickle yeah. me. Yeah. Top 10 ways to go. How are you going <laughs> to do it? And you guys remember the song, right? The song from MASH. Mm. Suicide is painless. It comes in many stages. <laughs> you know, that was, that was written by the guy's son who yeah. wrote the composition. And he made millions of dollars from yeah, that. And he was like, I did it so that the lyrics would be shit. Yeah. And wouldn't 
Wouldn't he like good. gave it to like his twelve year old son to write the theme song to Mash, and That's then he true. did, and then he made like millions of dollars. And it is a good song. Those real lyrics. Yeah, that's that's the the and it, when you hit, watch it's Mash the TV show, you just hear the yeah, instrumental. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the real yeah. lyric: is yeah. "Suicide is painless." That's, that's the name, the of, name the song. of the song. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. awesome. But yeah, I guess top one way to die: the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's yeah. the number one. Surrounded by. Do like, they die? No, that's Blackadder. They all run like into the war at the end. Yeah. 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 Touching. Do they do it in Mash as well? Touching. No, no. In, in Mash, the war just ends, right? And they yeah, all go the war home ends with and PTSD. Still stuck in. I think that there's uh, the, that's the chicken episode where they're talking about how a woman had to kill a chicken to um, stop from being seen by the Korean military forces. And at the end of the episode, they're revealed because everyone's really sad about it. They're like, "Why is everyone crying about a chicken?" And they're like, "No, it was a baby." It's oh. a really emotional. It's that's in, in an episode of Mash. Yeah, that's the, the finale final episode of Mash. Yeah, which was like the most the watched show on TV as well for a long time. Wow, maybe that's, I better watch some Mash. Yeah, Alan Alda. Yeah, and he, he didn't say except he was actually Alan anything, younger yeah. back then. He was so much. <laughs> he was. He was. He was. He was. Hey, you boys ever jumped off the ten meter diving board or what? No, no I never have. Genuinely, like, yeah, that's that seems fucked to me. I heard about I a kid it. that That's did the it way to and go. like he was like, I'll do it. And he like landed on his face and he like smashed all his teeth out of his mouth. What? So yeah, it was Tim Sunderland. How embarrassing. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, if we get 10,000 views on this- You got punched in the this, face by water. Yeah, you got knocked out. <laughs> if we get 10,000 views on this, uh, or listens on this episode- That's 10,000 more than we normally get. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, I'll I jump, jump off the 10 meter board. Okay, yeah, yeah me sweet. too. I'll Actually, do, I'll do yeah. a meter for every thousand <laughs> listens. Okay. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sweet. I'll take that deal. Yeah. Wait, am I meant to- Give someone money or something. I'm not sure how this betting no, thing you, works. If you, if you, how does the dare if you, work? If you listen to the podcast a thousand times, I'll <laughs> oh, jump off a fuck. meter diving board. You heard it here first, folks. Send it to all your friends. Send it to your 10,000 friends. Get on down to the Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> or big, big Splash. Big Splash, maybe. Big Splash has one. I don't think oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, wait. No, they they don't don't have diving boards. This is your civic pool. Uh, get no. bent. They, they used to have late night. Late night swimming theater where I just remember seeing like Garfield playing at the oh late God. night swim. And I, I thought it like, would be like Waterworld or Jaws, but you just saw Garfield. No, I didn't see Garfield. Yes, you I did. wanted Stop to see Garfield. Stop saying you didn't go. That was my dream. When it said Garfield, you <laughs> bought that, a ticket. I was like, Mom, can we? And she's like, we can watch Garfield. Why home. would you Normally. need your mom to buy you a ticket last year? Well, no, I'm, it's called budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the limerick that was in the Stratton movie. You guys see that part? Wait, did you? They were they were walking around all drunk. There was a hair here. Oh yeah, they huh? were. Yeah. And did you remove this hair? Why you didn't want? Were you going to do something to? I that? was going to make a remark about a pube in the microphone. Oh, oh on, yeah. on the on the Zoom. I have been fiddling. I found, I found a pube right now. I have been fiddling around. So. It's entirely possible that I removed the hair from the Zoom recorder. Should we start again? Yeah. Do you want to do a pube bit? Let's. No. I mean, well, should we start the few. podcast again? Because yeah, I removed the hair. Um, right, can I read the lyrics to Suicide is Painless already? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. I don't really know the melody for bon the beginning. Dun, dun, Just a reminder to everybody, this bon episode dun, dun, dun. is on the film Stratton 2017. All right. Yeah. All right read ahead. those. Through early morning fog, I see visions of the things to be. The pains that are withheld, withheld from, me, from me, I realize, I realize and, I can and I can see. Suicide, suicide is painless. Is it brings painless. on many changes, changes. And I can and take or leave it if I please. All right, that's the first verse. That's pretty good. I, I actually love it. Do they make kids sing the second verse to that on at the beginning like, of assembly, or just the first? Just verse? the first verse. Yeah, no they, one knows the second. They should de- make the kids second sing one that. definitely starts with "Beneath Our Radiant Southern Cross." Beneath our radiant Southern Cross. Also, telling people that suicide is painless seems like. Not the right thing to do. If they're like, oh, really? It doesn't hurt at all? All right, I'll give it a go. Why hasn't anyone ever taken this to Alan Alder? This is like... We just take it straight to the top, to Alan Alder. I wish he would run for president. Yeah, Mm. like in the later seasons of The West Wing. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's in there? Yeah. I got to watch The West Wing. (laughs) I'm still on Matt Perry's Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, which in his audio book, he refers to him as... 
the the star. Would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, it's it's the- him and uh, the Josh Lyman character from West Wing, whose name is Brad Whitford. Oh, Brad Whitford. Brad Whitford. They're, they're like the co-stars. Yeah, Eric yeah. from Billy Madison. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're in truly niche territory. Okay, right? so I started listening to the Matt Perry audiobook. <laughs> oh, okay. From and, Friends. Yeah, and he reads it himself, oh, right. aka Fat oh, wow. Perry, the drug addict. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> wow. He takes a lot of drugs. He keeps like making Losing excuses his teeth. for it. As and he hates Keanu Reeves. Reeves. That's the end. Yeah, yeah. About it. he keeps saying like. And yet, Keanu Reeves walks among us. Like any any time one of his friends dies. Yeah, but so you he, you heard that there was a show he did in the mid two thousands that you hadn't heard of. Yeah, so he's talking about this show, and he's and he's like, he doesn't say the name of the show first, but he's like, oh, there's going to be what's the Aaron, Aaron Sorkin's going to be yeah. and Tommy Schlamy, Tommy Schlamy. It's sure to be a hit, which is the West Wing, the same director, same I writer. I, yeah, I, I think the, I remember the partnership. It. Yeah, he's like, everybody around Hollywood was already predicting oh, yeah. this was going to get Emmys and stuff. Yeah, because because Sorkin left the West Wing after season four, famously. He also mm. got arrested in between seasons for bringing mushrooms and I think weed, maybe ecstasy on a plane. He was also smoking crack a lot at that time. Damn, what a sick Yeah, yeah and making millions and writing every episode of the West Wing. Then he quit and then they continued the show without him for a few seasons and in that few seasons he created a new show which was almost like a bitter resent resented kind of message about his relationship with the television industry so matt perry and uh brad whitford play these two guys that have been fired from basically snl yeah uh, right but the show is called what studio 60 on sunset strip yeah when when snl is 30 rockefeller right right but the show itself is is called called that the place where they shoot it within the show yeah What's the show called in the show that they're making? Oh, it's been so long. I thought it was just called... Is it just called Studio 60? Probably. I think so. Anyway, um, they're like, we fired these guys a couple of years ago because they were writing some controversial material, even though it was very popular um, at the time. Then they fire the head writer who gets up at the end of the episode. They do the the thing from Network. Have you seen Network? Uh, I've seen the clip. Well, yeah, so there's the, he gets up and he does this whole rant and goes, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And he and they do that exact thing at the start of this show where the old writer stands up and basically goes live on TV and, and like rails against the network, gets himself fired. Gets himself fired. They bring back Matt Perry and Brad Whitford. Matt Perry's a bit of a loose cannon. Maybe he's got he's, Asperger's. Maybe He's not. taken pills for his back. He's taken pills, but he's a genius. When he sets his mind to it, he you can know? write a real cracking sketch. Yeah. Um, this went for one season. Yeah, was, was he in the opening scene where you first meet him? It, aren't they at the Emmys or something? It's a Is pretty good it, scene. They're yeah. sitting around a big table, circular table, and at first I'm like, "Where are they? What's going on?" And eventually they they show like a a, a stage where somebody's giving out awards. Yeah. They're at some sort of writers guild award ceremony. He's complaining about his relationship with his family to Brad Whitford as that's happening. You're like watching it and you're pretty engaged in this because it's it's two funny actors and we're being introduced to their backstory. And then in the background, you hear them say like, and the recipient of the award is this guy. And then Brad's like, you've got to go up on stage now. So he's kind of like... He's cool, right? Yeah. He's not even listening. He's not even paying attention. And he's like, but I got to get my daughter and my wife back as he's walking back yeah, on yeah. stage. And he accepts the award and he gives a, a very classy speech. Um, so also, they, the woman from the OJ show is in it. Amanda Pete is the female, right? She plays the head prosecutor from in, in the, the OJ. Jason Biggs film, Evil Woman. Oh, really? With Steve Zahn. But anyway, the reason I wanted to talk about that was because, yeah, it's like, sure, Matt Perry is kind of the main guy and then Mm. Brad Whitford is the producer, Yeah, but they're they're really the duo. If there's a star, it's the two of them. It's a co-lead In the audio book, he's like, they offered me $80,000 per episode for the show. He's just come off Friends. And unfortunately, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, because he just came off Friends. Getting a million an episode for that last season. So, he negotiated a little higher, something like $800,000 per episode. Which is like right? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It is an hour-long show as well, so you should be getting more than on a half hour, but it is a first season. Oh, and there's a shitload more dialogue for him to learn. Yeah. It's more complicated and stuff. Um, But he's like, and originally it was presented as an ensemble cast show. But I said if I was going to do the show, I would need to be the lead. <laughs> they quickly agreed and changed my contract. And then he's like, he talks about the show, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't go back to that. But it's not, he's not the lead by any stretch of the imagination. It's like yeah, it's, him it's, and Brad. Yeah, it's, 
But I, it's if not that, it, it is an ensemble thing. Like he has as much screen time as as anybody else. It does sound like it's like all right, we do have delusional actor here. It's also yeah. got it's also got uh, Sarah Paulson long before she became oh, Ryan yeah. Murphy's muse and was in every season of every show that he made uh, right, from American Horror Story and yeah. Ratchet and everything. Um, the funny thing is, or the slightly mildly interesting bit of TV trivia for you is that the year that Studio 60 came out it was the same year that 30 Rock came out. Yeah. Oh. So they were like competitive shows and on the was, same network. And one yeah. was Good. One's a half hour show about working behind the scenes at an SNL type sketch show, and the other one's an hour long drama comedy about working behind the scenes at an SNL type sketch show. So they were like going head to head, and everyone was like, the Sorkin one's going to be the one that goes the mm. way and wins all the Emmys. Got cancelled after one season. The 30 Rock went like six years. Yeah. They're both good, uh, but 30 Rock probably a little bit better. I heard that Aaron Sorkin even sent Tina Fey flowers and chocolates to yeah. be like, Good he, sh- luck. he shows up in 30 Rock. He has a Ooh. cameo as himself. Ah. And he goes like, walk with me. And he parodies that. And ah. he, he meets her in like a writer's room or, or like a, a waiting room to get a job or something. And yeah. then she's like, it's Aaron Sorkin from Studio 60. Yeah. I watched The Whole Nine Yards recently as well. Which has Bruce Willis and, and Matt, Matt Perry. Perry in it. Yeah, let's okay. Matt Perry movies because I watched a ton of these. I watched the whole Nine Yards. I, ho- I watched the whole Ten Yards. And mm. uh, what was that one with Liz Hurley? Do you remember that one? Oh. Seeking. Well, I don't know Susan I th- or something like that. Oh, that sounds serving familiar. serving Sarah. <laughs> ah, because he was serving her with papers. Oh, and, and he falls in love with oh, Hold on, it's yeah, time for a new segment. Because Morgan sneezes. Oh, I talked over away. my sneeze. God yeah, damn it. Talked through. I talked through my sneeze. Dude, you're not meant to hold on to a sneeze, man. It's like blue balls, man. Well, no, it makes my next orgasm 20% stronger. Yeah. That's okay. why I'm always going up to girls and I'm like, please, can you make me sneeze? It just hurts so much. Yeah. yeah. Just, just rub some pepper under my nose or something. I wonder if that's a fetish. Sneezing, yes. sneeze fetish. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that I anything. Do you want to sneeze on my face today? It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a Matthew Perry fetish. Sneeze oh, on my dick. Well, that, that, that's when they were talking about uh, serving Sarah with Liz Hurley. She, she was like, yeah, I like him. Um, but we did have to shut down production because he was just like gone benzo crazy. Yeah. All Aww. the entire time. Yeah. I like that movie too. I, I, I thought it was. Benzo crazy is bad. He is always yeah. benzo crazy. He's just, he's always been so crazy. He's always been so crazy. (laughs) Well, what a movie. What a classic. (laughs) What a classic movie. Stratton was. Strap in for Stratton. And it's another star making performance from Dominic Cooper, who who did not become a star. Who did not. I wanted to find out what the limerick was that him and when he catches up with his old mate, when Stratton catches up with his old boaty mentor. They're walking down, they're having a few drinks. And it's something like, there once was a man from Trent whose penis became rather bent. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the rest of it. But at the end, Is oh, that really in there? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like I was looking yeah. at the screen, but I, love I didn't take limerick. in a limerick's lot. Limericks are sick. Yeah. I, no. no. And then, What's your favorite limerick? I don't know no, what the third the line or the fourth line. I don't know any limericks. Yeah. That's why I like them so much. Because I'm like, they're, they're like a little magic trick or something. Yeah. I hear them. I but, only know the ones that... um. What was the comedian, old big Italian guy, going Dice Clay, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, yeah. He would always be like, little Miss Muffet sat on the toffet. And I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here, you stupid bitch. Hickory, dickory, duck. Have you seen what he's doing recently? Nah. He just walks up to people filming himself and he goes, no, I, I'm sorry. I don't have the time to take a picture. And they go, what? <laughs> it's really good. He did a show on Showtime called Dice and mm. Natasha Leggero played his like fictional wife. And it was just a show about his real life where he'd got, because he lived in Vegas for ages, he would do shows in Vegas, but then he lost all his money gambling and then was so in debt that he had to just do shows at this casino for ages, like every night to make up for it for like ages, which is kind of like what happened to Elvis. But yeah, it's it's kind of like a Curb type show, but it's about Andrew Dice Clay. And it's mm-hmm. only, a, it was a few years ago. Yeah, It's not bad. It's kind of watchable. It's not good, mm. but it's like kind of watchable. I'll, I'll check that out. I'll also check out the John Claude Van Damme show that was... Do you guys know what I'm talking about? He, he plays a movie. movie. He, he did a movie about. where he played himself just called oh, JCVD. Oh, I thought it was a TV show. 
I was like, there's no way I'm getting through this. But I thought I thought that was a documentary when I looked at it, and then I found out it was like a it's him playing himself, like a yeah. fictional. It's similar to um, the Nick Cage one, the the Crocodile Dundee one. I was oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, you mean the Crocodile Hunter one? The Crocodile Hunter, yeah. yeah. No, 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 Crocodile Dundee. I thought you were talking about Collision. Mr. The collision. Amazing Mr. Dundee. Cool. We're talking about The oh, amazing, amazing Mr. Dundee. Mr. Dundee, Dundee that we did, that we did on this. Quote, unquote, Dundee yeah, 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, but, speaking of Friends stars and shows that are kind of like Curb, the one with Lisa Kudrow called The Comeback is very Love good. Love The Comeback. I've actually yeah. heard that. That's really good. It's and there's really good. two it's seasons really, really, really far apart. Like yeah, like five 10 years, years later. 12 years? Ten, it was like 10, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. You know what I didn't love? Stratton. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I do love David Stratton. Um, he didn't I think show up once though. I wonder how soft his skin is mm. nowadays. The yeah, dude would be, be like, I reckon be in his eighties. Yeah. I mean, Pomerantz's was certainly not soft. I reckon he's got really thin skin. Like if you wore, if you looked into his eyes, you could see all the veins, oh, the translucent underneath this yeah. part. Can yeah. I just say, can people go over to David Stratton's YouTube and watch his videos because they're getting like maybe a couple of hundred views each, he and he's putting more. out Has he? reviews, Still. modern ones, yeah. He, um, he's, he's been usurped by people like Mark Kermode in he, England and yeah. then people like the, the truly it, rotten potato boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's Man. being usurped left, right and center. He can't get he can't sit on a fucking chair because they keeps getting usurped from the throne. Do you think he just never recovered from his hatred of the castle that he's like it slowly rotted that away like over him. 20 years that movie got more popular more nostalgic more more just like part of the culture and he and they're just like oh you didn't even fucking like the castle mate why would I listen to you <laughs> yeah. I just didn't feel like it spoke to me I couldn't get on the wavelength of the humor I'll tell you why because I own an airport <laughs> and it spoke to my values in all the wrong ways <laughs> yeah I think it's just because Fuck the little guy <laughs> He couldn't get Margaret to leave her husband But she just wanted assurance that he'd be there for her after And he'd say, now Margaret I'm not here to to, to, to just assure you We need to have different opinions Oh Marg- David, you've had too much sherry again <laughs> Margaret, I give that blowjob three stars <laughs> Oh David, I give that penis four stars Oh, Margaret yeah, four you- stars for four inches. <laughs> Should we give Stratton a rating out of ten? What, what do you, what do you think of on? David Stratton? I think I like him. Yeah. I really like him. Yeah. Well, like it, it, out of genuinely, 10. out of ten, out of ten, <sighs> makes me think that I don't like him as Wait, much because I went about the guy? eight in my head and I was yeah, like, you oh, said, like, let's give. I mean, the movie. I need to put it on my little list. Well, can oh, we do David Stratton first? Yeah, let's let's do David Stratton as a movie reviewer. Get him as a movie reviewer. I'll, you know what? I really like watching a bit of David Stratton because especially when he doesn't like something that's clearly good or fun, it's like, yeah, Just hell yeah. Him cringe Just imagining him watching Joker and going, ugh. I like the idea of if he, he, he accidentally, it's like uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire where if you say lock it in, you can't go, oh, no, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> so every now and then he's like, oh, I hated this one. Five stars. No, wait, no, sorry, no. And they're like, sorry, David, you said it. It's locked in as soon as you stay the star rating. Yeah, you, for a second there, I thought you were saying like they keep cloning David Stratton, and at the end he gives the rating, and then he's like, "No, no, no, wait!" <laughs> like the Prestige, they just they just drop him in a vat of water, and he drowns. People can't know how these reviews are made. <laughs> yeah. Look, I like him, but for me, he's too old. Once yeah. you reach a certain age, you've you've pretty much seen everything and done everything. I give David so- Stratton one faded star. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh no, I like the guy. It feels too mean. He no. had a book called "I Peed." On Fellini. He did. Yeah. That's a real... Yeah, for a second, I thought you were just going to get... I peed my pants. <laughs> Fellini. Did Fellini direct Seven and a Half? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it's his It's on the stuff. Criterion... Do you know Criterion does streaming? Oh, oh yeah. How much is the subscription service? I, might, that might be I my think shit. it's like it's it's fairly decent. So if, if there are any uh, any actual cinephiles in this podcast, I don't know why you'd be listening to this show, but yeah, Criterion's uh, got a pretty good hit rate if you want movies that didn't get 0%. Yeah. Yeah, it's they pretty great. Although you'll I mean, never find any of these movies. They've on got there. like Pink Flamingos on there, which is like it's going to be is hard that to John Waters? To people. Yeah. Mm. It's got like incest blowjobs and chicken sex and the best kind of yeah, blowjobs. dog shit. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. Give me a rating of the actual movie, you flog. <laughs> be honest. You gronk. And be honest. It would have been a one star, but I got like two, three really big laughs out of it, 
when Tom Felton killed himself. Yeah. It was just so sudden and silly. Well, it's because he said, this one's for Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, sorry, am I peeking like crazy? No, not at all. Okay, okay. No, the stuff hasn't even hit yet. Oh, I can't feel my legs. Um, I'll say for each laugh, that adds at least a 0.5. So, let's go to 2.5. 2.5. There were big laughs. You know no, what you, you gave, know. Do you know what you gave London Fields? Yeah. 9.9. <laughs> That's correct. Which one's that? That is correct. You that know what? Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. You could oh, pay yeah, attention was, yeah, start yeah. to finish. Yeah. I was hooked. Yeah, that was fun. This movie, I was genuine. You know what? Let's, let's take that down to a 1.5. Um, I just put it in. This is in stone. No, you know what? I just told you about the Stratton rule. <laughs> <No, true. laughs> Once you say this stuff, it's lucky. You don't understand. Yeah. Morgan, what do you think of Stratton the film? This was really a story as old as time, I think. <laughs> um, and, and he means that in a bad way. He's was, seen this story yeah, so, so many times. old. And like time, it just seemed to never end. Um, I wanted to put an end to it. I wanted to put a close to it. I'm going to give it a one because, mm. yeah, it was so uneventful. It was so middle of the road and nothing. If uh, if we were born in 2010 or something, like around that time, yeah. and we were doing this podcast in 20 or 30 years, I reckon all of these movies that we're watching now in this de- decade, I would enjoy a whole lot more. For the novelty of- If you were like the- seven years old mm-hmm. when you watched it, or if you watched it back in the future? No, what I'm saying is if we were all born a decade later, then these movies that are, that are based in 2017 and around this a- area- no, right. I'd, I'd say two decades later. Yeah, yeah, it would be like watching movies from the nineties. No, let's go three decades later. It'd be like watching. This would be in the equivalent of nineteen eighty-seven, right? Right. If we were born thirty years later, then I would enjoy the movie more because there would be more. Um, oh, look at the curious clothes that they're wearing and the technology. Yeah. It would be yeah, cringier. Look, feel, be feel how things have changed, yeah. and you can sort of have fun with so it. I'm it's always a snapshot. Aware, I'm always aware of that because when we're talking about those older movies from the eighties. And stuff it, like if they were made today, mm. they would probably lose a lot of their charm for me. Anyway, that's that's by the by. I give this one because it was made in 2017. It was boring, and uh, yeah, yeah, fucking sucked. What about you, Deck? Yeah, I tend to agree with the fellas on this one. I preferred this movie when it was a Shakespeare play. I preferred this movie when it was written by Aristotle in the Greek times. Mm. Now it's too old. It's too boring. There really is no reason to ever watch this. If you're listening to this and you're like, I should do the list as well, or I should follow along with the you boys. Yeah, we should do a guide of ones to just not watch. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely a few that are just not worth watching because it's not a train wreck by any means. It's, it's competently made totally. It looks fine. It's got It's more budget. of a boat wreck, if you ask me, or a <laughs> shipwreck. It's like a boat crash. But yeah, it's not, not worth checking out. Um, Simon West has done better films. If you want to watch yeah. some schlocky action stuff, go watch Con Air. Con Air, yeah. Maybe watch Banger. the Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie That's movie. a lot of fun. It's got like the big robot. She fights the robot and she's all wet. She's rather wow. sexy. She's rather she sexy. She does get wet she's, in that one. She does. She's yeah. There's wet no one getting wet in it. this except for the opening scene where they go diving and it's not worth seeing. I'm going to go 1.8, yeah. which is just... It's boring. And That's our podcast is way funner than watching the movie. Our podcast is severe. Bart. Bart. What Bart, are you going to give it? What do you think of this movie, Bart? Jeez, uh, man. I think I'm going to give it a 3.5. Don't okay. have a cower, man. Bart, we don't could- have that many points to give around. Uh, s- uh, s- sorry, Dad. I, you I, share I, I've just been Mel skating House. all day. Jeez, uh, Mr. Simpson. Uh... <laughs> Well, I watched Simpsons and I'm like, this Bart guy, he did a few little pranks. Yeah. Sometimes he was not very bad at all. He'd just be like, bite me. Or he'd be like, eat my shorts, which is about as G-rated. But at the time, remember George Bush was like, we should be mm. more like the somethings and not like the Simpsons. And they, like he, he was like the worst more a like little the boy Jeffersons could be. More like the Jeffersons and less like the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. And they're really not that bad. But if it was nowadays, Bart would be playing Fortnite calling everyone an n-word in the server mm. like like hacking people stealing their crypto yeah, hacking into people's asses yeah he'd be raping killing he he'd would. be going he'd be raping killing he'd be a tiktok star who just goes around like 
I don't know, throwing pig's blood on people's faces. You make it sound like like we're in the end times and the children are coming. That's what I (laughs) believe. They will. Hey, I'm allowed to have my own beliefs. There's no (laughs) reason anyone should question them. I'm scared of kids. He's had a couple kids try to break into his damn house. Yeah, they were were like old Bart Simpson characters. (laughs) They were wearing Bart Simpson masks. I wish they'd just done a little light graffiti. You couldn't even see the seam between their hair hairline and skin. (laughs) It was terrifying. From forehead to hair. It was like, uh, what's that John Carpenter movie? Uh, the uh, Thing. No, the Friday one. Friday Night Lights. No, The, the Last the, House on the Left. The, no, that's, that's Craven. Not, that's Craven. Uh, the, oh, fucking are all his, are all his movies Assault on Precinct 13. All, oh, yeah, I've seen All that. his movies always have like house Bang. or precinct or like they have a location. Yeah, Is that because he's, he's a carpenter? And he yeah. has yeah. because he built the place, and he's yeah. like, "I've got it. <laughs> no one's looking at yeah, these. I'm going to make a movie Carpenter's based on that place." A, an interesting character because he also writes the scores to his movies, so he has like mm. like the Halloween scores, kind of like yeah. a classic. Yeah, love his. Scores. But he's also like an old curmudgeon who hated the people who he grew up with that were making mm. movies. Like he hated Spielberg and Lucas, and then he hates everything now. Eight, but, yeah, seven. But they brought him six, back. Five, four. Three. And that's Stratton, two, baby. That's one. Stratton, baby. I'm sorry, go on. Is what was the countdown? <laughs> I thought you were running out of memory cards. No, no, just counting down to exactly one hour. Oh, okay. yeah. Just always pleased when we get to the one hour mark, you know? That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Does anyone have any any final Stratton I'm, thoughts? No, I'm just excited to have a barbecue with you boys. And yeah, I'm pretty keen. I'm, I'm feeling hungry. What we, I'll tell you what we've got here. You guys want to hear this? What do you guys think that is? The oh, listeners okay. at home, can you hear that? I can see that it's bread. Oh, oh. fuck, not me. Now you guys okay. got to close your eyes and tell me what you think okay. this is. Okay. okay. I'm going to hit the meat. You tell me what it is. Wait, it's meat? Fuck. Okay, I'm going to hit this kind of meat and you tell me what- <laughs> My eyes are closed. Hit this food, you tell me what it is. I think it's steak, but I saw you pick it up. Okay. <laughs> Very My good. eyes are closed. Okay, now what's this one? That's, is it a thicker steak? That's just steak again. What about this one? What the hell? What the fuck? Sausages. Sausages. You're just saying the word sausages. Sausages. Is it mincemeat? What do you think that one is? Kangaroo mince. Oh, these are going to be good, boys. Lamb, rocket, feta, and pepper sausages. Now, for the people at home, there's sausages on the table. Look at this. Look at this, boys. Uh, Riverina Halloumi. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Happy Honolulu, everybody. Happy Honolulu. Stay safe. And uh, rest in peace to Hayden Quinn. Yeah. That was was it. It was him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs)